Uh, good morning on this Thursday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. If you joined us yesterday, we left off in talking in the book of Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, how Jesus has made us kings and priests unto God. There was a change and there has been a shift in the order of things of how we were. Instead of just simply being who we are, especially since the Gentiles uh, were not part of uh, Israel's uh, common faith. We, we didn't have the promises. We didn't have the covenants. We didn't have the law. We didn't have any of these things. They pertained only to the nation of Israel, to the Hebrews or the Jews. But when Christ came, the partition that separated both us and them was torn down by the sacrifice of Jesus and by his blood. And in doing so, he made it possible for us to have access to that which we did not have access before. Now, the cross has made a shift and a change in so many things. The cross of Christ the work on the cross, the man on the cross, his death, burial, and resurrection has affected boundaries, has affected power shifts, has affected uh, individual families, has affected so much that uh, only eternity itself will be able to show how much was actually influenced by the work of the cross of Christ and to what degree and what level. Uh, we had said that if there is a change in the priesthood, then then that means everything else goes along with it. Now, to Aaron and to the Levites was the priesthood promised. And then uh, the scripture says that Christ comes along and to him a promise was also made, but not after the order of Aaron, not after the order of Levi, but after the order of Melchizedek. And that's where we're going to pick up today. If there is a shift in one thing, that's going to affect others. In the natural, uh, if there is a shift in the economy, then it's either going to be for the best or for the worst uh, for everybody. It's going to affect people's finances, going to be affecting their daily living, their abilities to buy uh, to sell, uh, all these things. So every time that there is a change, there is a uh, uh, effect that happens, it affects us in the natural. But when there is something changed in the realm of the spirit, it's also going to have an impact on those that are involved or part of that thing. It says in Leviticus chapter 7, verse 11, verse 11, If therefore perfection were by the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should arise after the order of Melchizedek, and not called after the order of Aaron, now, you may say, well, what does that have to do with me today? Actually, the shift in uh, priesthood uh, affected us. 
is affecting us and will continue to affect us in all degrees. When the nation uh, or when the people of Israel, the Hebrews, came out of Egypt, they were people without a law. They were people without a social structure, without government. Uh, they were people that had been in bondage and in slavery. Uh, they were people that didn't have their own uh, system of, uh, of things. And then all of a the sudden, they are brought to Mount Sinai, the giving of the law to Moses. Then, of course, he passes down the information to the people. And what happens? All of a sudden, a nation is born. The scripture says that when the law was given, God said to uh, Moses, Aaron and Levi and his sons are going to be in charge of it. Well, they have been, well, they had been up until uh, uh, the city of Jerusalem was overrun in 70 AD by the Roman armies. And of course, uh, the temple was uh, knocked down and burnt and uh, the people scattered. And that was the end of that up until the nation uh, was reborn again in in the month of May of uh, 1940. I believe it was 1948. And it became a nation again. And in doing so, but many of their things are no longer possible or were possible uh, because they had nowhere to sacrifice. And Jerusalem is the city that they were told. Uh, the temple was the place where they were supposed to. But when Christ died, he ripped the veil, or literally the veil was ripped from the... The, the veil was ripped completely uh, from top to bottom and uh, the the way to God had now been made accessible and available. Well, let's continue with the priesthood. For the priesthood, this is verse number 12, for the priesthood being changed. Who changed it? God did. This was not a man-made thing. This was a God-made thing. For the priesthood being changed, there is made of a necessity a change also of the law. See, remember yesterday I mentioned that ripple effect. And in the ripple effect, we talked about when one thing changed and it was going to have an effect on others. And I made a mention of all the different changes and exchanges that took place where Christ was punished for us that we might be forgiven. He was wounded for us that we might be healed. Well, let's look at some of these things. Uh, actually right out of the scripture in Isaiah 53 verse 4 and 5 surely he bore our infirmities and carried our sorrows yet uh, we considered him smitten stricken and smitten by God uh, and afflicted he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the punishment of uh, the punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we were healed. See, he was punished that we might be forgiven. Jesus was wounded that we might be healed. In Second Corinthians five twenty one, God, uh, uh, he was. Excuse me. Yeah, he he, he was. Uh, 
He was he was made sin for our sinfulness, that we might be made the righteousness, be made righteous with His righteousness, according to Second Corinthians five twenty one. God made Him who knew no sin to be sin for us, so that in Him we might become the righteousness of God. And then we see that uh, Jesus uh, was wounded that we might be healed so that by his stripes uh, we could receive healing that was not available to us before but now was made possible because of the work of the cross which he had done. Uh, and that was made uh, clear by his wounds in Isaiah 55, 53, 5. Uh, by his wounds we were healed. Jesus was also put to death on our behalf that we might be able to have life. He gave up his life for us. And in doing so, we were able to receive something that was not possible uh, uh, before. Christ has also redeemed us from the curse of the law. Uh, according to Galatians 3, uh, 13, Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree. And the word tree that is used there basically is is uh, not necessarily uh, uh, just what we would call a tree that has branches, but it could be a cross. It could actually even be a stake, uh, a pole, that, that that's in the ground. It could be a piece of wood. The Hebrew word for it and the word that is used in the Greek uh, can mean any of those things. So uh, he hung on a tree. He hung on a cross for us that the curse, we, we were under a curse, but he delivered us from that curse by being hung on the cross. And when we, through faith, uh, accept him and believe in him, then, of course, we are also affected by that. Uh, he became poor so that we might be enriched by all the blessings that God has for us. In Second Corinthians 8 9, For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus, though that he was rich, yet for your sakes became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. And here... Uh, we're not talking filthy, wealthy, Bill Gates, uh, uh, rich, but we're talking to be blessed with all the blessings of heaven. Otherwise, every single Christian on the planet would be a Bill Gates, if that were, what, what the definition of that was. But all the resources of God, everything that we will ever need on this planet, He has made already available and accessible to every single believer that will put his or her faith in Christ and in Christ alone. Now, the, the scripture says that uh, Jesus bore our shame that we might be partakers of his glory. And in doing so, then uh, we, truly, uh, 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 we truly get to see the effects of the cross on our lives. We have got to keep our eyes on him. We've got to keep looking uh, upon Christ and and be who has who he has made us to be. 
Remember, there's been a shift, so that means there's going to be a change in our thinking. Our, our mind is going to have to be renewed. There's going to be a change in our behavior. Our actions and attitudes are going to have to change. There has been a change inwardly. Then there has to be a change with the way that we deal with uh, humankind and the way that we deal with God, or I could say uh, God and our neighbor. There's been a change in us uh, to the degree that everything has been affected, even our finances, even our words and our thoughts. That That is a powerful thing that has taken place at the cross 2,000 years ago that today would still continue without raising up a sword, raising up a rifle, an arm to change the man or the woman's behavior and life from the inside out. To take a complete evil rebel and transform him or her into a loving, worshiping, adore of God, an individual who cares for his neighbor, all of a sudden is transformed because of what Christ did on that cross. That ripple effect of his work on the cross and his blood is still having an effect today. So remember, if there's a change in the priesthood, which there was, then that means there's going to be a necessity of a change in the law. Now we walk by faith, not by the law. In walking by faith and walking by love, we fulfill the law just like Christ had fulfilled it. Before before that would have been impossible. There would have been no way. We could have walked in any shape or form that would have been pleasing to God apart from those two things. Faith that worketh by love, according to the book of Galatians chapter 5. Now, as we continue in the book of Hebrews, I'd like to introduce the last little uh, bit here uh, before we run out of time. In Hebrews 7.13, For he whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe, of which no man gave attendance to the altar. Talking about Jesus being of the tribe of Judah. Verse 14, For it is evident that our Lord sprang up out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spoke nothing concern, uh, concerning this the priesthood. In verse 15, And it is yet far more evident, for that after the similitude of Melchizedek, there arises another priest. Not another priest, but also another high priest uh, or priesthood, and that is after the order of Melchizedek. That is the person of Jesus, and he has made us kings and priests unto God himself. There is so much that is going to be uh, explained to us and shown to us throughout eternity of what that one single pivotal action on the cross accomplished for all humanity and for the cosmos and for the planet and the universe and heaven itself. The Lord richly bless you. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. In Jesus' name, keep looking up. Our redemption draws near. Amen.